Rock Writes, where writers rock. I'm Katrina, one of your hosts. And I'm Sheila. Every week, we highlight Rochester, New York area authors bi-weekly. You can tune in and catch us on SoundCloud, iTunes, or Stitcher. This week, our guest is an author who explores the fantastical side of children's lit. For me, uh, magic and books is what inspired me to be a reader at a young age, so this should be fun. And for me, it's what keeps me reading. With that in mind, let's get rolling. We'd like to welcome Joy Keller to the show. Hi, Joy. Hi, I'm so happy to be here. Hi, Joy. We're happy to have you. So just to get to know Joy a little bit, she writes children's books, which includes Monster Trucks and her upcoming Miss Turi's Magic Creatures. Joy is also a fourth grade teacher and a mom to children and cats. Um, and something I pulled from her website and would love to hear more about is that Joy loves to go mushroom hunting. Can you tell us a little <laughs> bit more about this unique passion? <laughs> it's so funny. When my son, who's now seven, was younger, he discovered this mushroom guidebook. And that's what he wanted to read at story time. So we would look through the book and read about all these different mushrooms. And then we decided, well, we like to go hiking. Why don't we try to find some? And it's amazing how you overlook them when you're just out and about in everyday life. But then when you start to look for them, they're actually everywhere out there. And there are so many different fascinating kinds that that actually led me to write a nonfiction picture book about mushrooms that will be coming out in 2019. So that's kind of a work still in progress that I'm very excited about. Oh, that's awesome. That's really cool. Yeah. So are these are these mushrooms that you eat, or are they just, like, kind of cool to collect? <laughs> I could not trust that I would be able to tell a safe-to-eat mushroom from a poisonous <laughs> mushroom, so they're just to look at for now. Yeah, gotcha. <laughs> That's really neat. Now I want to look for mushrooms. <laughs> All right. Okay, so start, to start the real questions, um, how did you become a writer? You know, I think I've just always loved writing. I can remember even when I was very young uh, wanting to write books, and I was frustrated as a little kid because I didn't know enough about writing to write what I considered to be a real book. So I would get my parents' typewriter, and I would actually get out books and copy them on the typewriter. (laughs) And it was a surprisingly effective effective method for learning how to use things like punctuation and paragraphs. Um, And then I've just kind of always written throughout my whole life. I never really thought of it as something that I could do as a job that anyone would really want to read my books. So it wasn't really until my 30s that I started to take it a little bit more seriously. Mm -hmm. Okay. Um, Well, I'm really excited about your books because they're like magical and we're huge Halloween lovers here. So I'm oh. gonna, my son is seven as well and I can't wait to, mm-hmm. I'm gonna read it to him. But So can you tell us when we can expect your newest book to come out is the Miss Turi's Magic Creatures? Yes, that one I'm very excited about will be out in early September. And it's a story about a pet shop that sells magical creatures. They're all different kinds of uh, creatures from mythology that are all just highly inappropriate to actually have as a pet. So I think it's a pretty funny story, and I'm hoping that kids will really enjoy reading about dragons and um, griffins and all the different creatures in there. I'm sure they will. Yeah, it does sound cute. Um, How did you end up writing specifically for children? 
You know, that's a good question. I think because I'm a teacher, I've always liked to read books aloud to kids. And even as a fourth grade teacher, we read a surprising number of picture books. Um, they're really good mentor texts for writing. There are so many different picture books that tie into the curriculum um, that I think it's just kind of always been a part of my job. And uh, there are so many picture books that I love to read even as an adult. And it was funny that not too long ago, some other writers were asking me, why is it that you write picture books for kids when really you work with fourth graders and they usually read a little bit longer types mm -hmm. of books? And I thought, um, you know, when I started writing, my kids were very young. Right. And I think that I always kind of have them in mind as I'm writing. So I think the combination of all the picture books I've read over the years as a teacher and then getting to read picture books with my own children, um, that was just what I naturally gravitated toward when I started writing. And I've noticed that right now I'm working on a chapter book, and I really think that's probably because as my kids get older, that's what I'm reading with them more. Right. So I think I'm blaming my children for it. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe you'll be writing adult novels by the time they're adults. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> um, so what has the, what do you think has been like your biggest obstacle you've had to overcome in you know getting published or writing? I think that the biggest obstacle right now is just time. Uh, yeah. I'm sure you can relate being a mom and working a full-time job doesn't leave you a ton of time to write. So there's always that wish that I had a little bit more time to work. But I think that also uh, it took me a long time to get to the point where I believed in myself enough as a writer to really pursue it. Yeah. Um, I, when I was very little, my family went camping, and it happened to be near a psychic community. And so my grandmother had said, "To Lilydale? Yes, it is actually. Yeah. You know where that is? <laughs> yeah, yeah. We we keep planning on maybe going because we think it. You know, it sounds really cool. But we haven't made a trip there yet. Well, it is a fascinating place, and yeah. we went there as a family. And my grandmother had a reading, and mm -hmm. when she came out, she was talking about how she thought it was really a lot of baloney. <laughs> and she was listing all of the things that the psychic had told her, like um, one of your family members has a broken toe. And it turned out one of my cousins actually did have a broken toe. And she said, oh, and, you know, one of your daughters uh, just made a lot of money. And it turns out she had won like a football pool or something at work. And the third thing she told my grandmother was, and one of your grandchildren will publish books. And at that time, I was very young, and they thought, well, who was that going to be? But I remember thinking to myself, I really wish that would be me. Oh. But I never really believed in that, but it's yeah. kind of stuck with me all these years. And I just think it took me a long time to get to the point to have the confidence to write and share it with other people. So that yeah. has been an obstacle in my past. Yeah, and her reading came true, all of them. It yeah. did. It's a very yeah. strange thing. <laughs> so take that trip. Yeah, right. I know. We keep saying we're going to do it. we got to do it. I know, yeah. <laughs> um, are you published traditionally, self-hybrid? And um, whichever way you're published, why did you choose this specific group? I am traditionally published. So Monster Trucks is from Henry Holt, Books for Young Readers. And my upcoming book is from the Innovation Press. And I think the reason mostly that I went traditionally 
is because it seems like quite a daunting task to self-publish a picture book. There are just so many people involved in bringing a picture book to life that that seems like something that was way out of my league to try to do. Um, and it's been great to have the teams of people that I've been able to work with on both books, from the editors to the illustrators to the designers. It's been a wonderful process. And so did you, to jump off of that, did you meet your illustrator through the publisher then, or is it somebody you knew or found outside of? It was through the publisher, and I have heard authors say that sometimes they look at the illustrations and think, oh, that's not really what I was envisioning. But I really feel like I've hit the jackpot with both of my books. Misa Saburi was the illustrator for Monster Trucks, and I'm really just amazed by what she added to the story. I The one scene in particular has to do with a witch that drives a street sweeper. And it, the whole book is kind of a pun with monsters driving trucks that relate to what they do. So she trades right. in her broom. Um, but Misa did this whole scene where she has this street sweeper that has all of these different arms and cleaning attachments. And they're picking up and cleaning cats off the street. And oh, it's just a cute. super adorable yeah. picture yeah. that just I, I absolutely love. Yeah, that's awesome. Um, what elements do you believe are important to incorporate into children's books? Any messages, pictures, language, you know, themes or something? I think that the books that I tend to write are really just fun stories. I like to call them kid-centric. I think my main goal is to just get kids interested in the book and to kind of make them laugh. So. Yeah. There are so many wonderful picture books that have these beautiful messages, and that's not really what I do, but I so admire the people who do that. Yeah. Well, I mean, sometimes, like, like writing or reading is just, it's wonderful just to have entertainment, you know? Yeah. And... So now it's time for our quirky cue section of the night. First question, which book world do you wish you could live in? That's a really hard question. And I've been asked this in a few interviews, and I think that in every interview I give a different answer to that question, <laughs> just because there are so many wonderful books out there. So I think I'm going to kind of give an answer that's a little bit of a cheating answer. I have always been a big Star Wars fan, <laughs> and I know that was originally a movie world, but there are so many books that have spun off that that I would have to say that I I would love to live in the world of Star Wars. And that just, uh, even more so now, because both of my children really love Star Wars too, so that's a big topic of conversation in my house. <laughs> so that's sort of my cheater answer to that question. That's fun. That's, that's the world my husband would live in, <laughs> Star Wars. <laughs> Do you have a favorite word? Favorite word? Hmm. Oh my goodness. Well, kerfuffle's a great one. That's <laughs> a good one. Kerfuffle. <laughs> we always get such interesting answers on that one. Um, and did you have, what was your favorite um, children's book growing up when you were a kid? This is, a, this is another really hard one. I think it depends on what um, time period. When I was very young, my grandfather introduced me to a book called The Hungry Thing, and I can't even remember who the author is. But it was about a monster who wore a sign around his neck that said, feed me. 
and he asked the villagers for different food, but he never said it correctly. So like he wanted schman cakes, but he really wanted pancakes. And I was just so taken by the funny words in that book that I remember every time I went to his house, I would find that book and want to read it. So that was a picture book that I loved when I was a kid. Um, and then as I got older, I really got into a lot of the fantasy books. So like the world of Lloyd Alexander, the Black Cauldron and the High King, his books, or A Wrinkle in Time, um, yeah. a lot of Robin McKinley's fantasy books. I really love to read all of those things. Okay, cool. Yeah, I love Wrinkle in Time. Do you have a favorite magical creature? I guess I've just always been a fan of maybe the traditional dragon Although there are so many different types of dragons that really, <laughs> that could, there could be a lot of different answers to that. Um, the Loch Ness Monster is kind of fascinating to me. I, uh, it actually is in Miss Tree's Magic Creatures. And oh, really? my students were studying different topics this year and the Loch Ness Monster came up again and it became a really hot topic of debate in my class as to whether it's real or not real. I have to put that one in there, too, I think. Well, what's your answer? Because that's one of our questions. Do you believe in the Loch Ness Monster? <laughs> I did see that. That was a question you might ask me. Um, you know, I, I want to say that I think there's something there. Because I just feel like yeah. it would be more fun that way. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Yeah, I agree. Um, what superpower would you like to have if you could have any superpower? I guess this goes back to my Star Wars answer, so I don't know if this is cheating again, but I think I'd like to be able to use the Force, because that really covers the whole mind control, moving objects, a whole lot of that kind of cool stuff. That's true. <laughs> Not a bang for your buck. That's right. Use a lightsaber. <laughs> <laughs> so you have kids, so you, I'm sure you watch some children's TV. What Do you have a favorite show you like to watch with them? Yes, I, you know, they don't watch it a lot anymore, but I've always loved Sesame Street. I really have to give credit to a show that could entertain me when I was in preschool and that still entertains me as an adult today. That is quite an accomplishment. Yeah, definitely. If you were to write a book about yourself, do you have a name that you might title it? Well, Probably the cheesy answer to this question might be some kind of pun with my name, like finding joy. And it could be about how I found my path to writing children's books. But if I was going for a, a more humorous approach, I think I might call it out there. Because <laughs> some people might say that I'm a little bit out there in the creative sense. But I also grew up way in the country in Cattaraugus County, which some people around here have heard of. Um, but it's a pretty remote area. So my childhood, there are so many stories about growing up in this rural place from uh, the time I got chased down the street by a pig when I was little to <laughs> the time we found all the cows in our backyard. Um, so there, I had a very country upbringing with lots of great stories that go with that. So I think maybe out there would be the funny title I'd pick. It's a good one. It's got double meaning. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> so to wrap it up, Joy, so you're going to share a little reading with us if you're ready for that. Yeah, I have a very, a very short excerpt from Monster Trucks. Um, I think my favorite part 
are the skeletons because really the pun of the skeleton crew kind of writes itself. So I'll just write that. I'll read that very short part. Okay. It says, you want a road that's smooth and new? The skeletons are just the crew. They <laughs> pave and roll and put up cones without a sweat. They're only bones. That's really cute. Can't wait to read it. <laughs> okay. Well, thank you so much for joining us, Joey. Thank you for having me. Do you um do you have anywhere people can check out more of your books or more about you? A website? I do. Or... Yeah, I have a website. It's joykellerauthor.com. And as part of the website, I actually have a blog that I've just started called uh, Picture This. And it's really a blog for educators that helps to show them some of the new picture books coming out and how they might integrate them into the curriculum in the classroom. So I'm excited that I've kind of started this new blog for people. Oh, that's great. And that's right on your website? It is, yes. Okay, cool. We'll definitely have to tweet some of those out. All right, well, thank you so much. Um, and that's another episode of Rock Rights. If you like what we do, we ask that you leave us a review on iTunes, Stitcher, or SoundCloud. To learn more, check out our website at www.rockrights.com or our Facebook page at www.facebook.com slash where writers rock. Thanks for listening and happy reading.